Meditation 15. Let us pray. Mark has been doing some gardening and is finding it very therapeutic. We had a plant in a barrel on our patio and the roots were so cramped they had broken the barrel apart in their desperate attempt to expand. Mark has planted it in fresh soil in the garden where the roots now have plenty of space to spread out in search of nutrients. It is the same with the human soul. Like a plant that has become pot-bound, its roots searching for nutrients that have long since been used up, the human soul gets to the point where it is ready for a more spacious way to pray, one that provides more room for God to move. Does your prayer life feel cramped, dry, in need of more nourishing? Do you long for something more? Are you ready for more spacious, deeper ways to pray that provide more room for the mystery of intimacy with God, more depth for the roots to sink into? Do the prayers you pray no longer contain the depth of meaning and relationship with God that you long for? One thing I know for sure about prayer these days is that we do not know how to pray. So let's begin together. Simply put, prayer is all the ways we communicate and commune with God. Its purpose is to deepen our intimacy with Him. Early in our spiritual life, we experience prayer through words, words we say to God. As we grow, we begin to study about prayer, how we should be praying, when we should be praying, what we should be praying. But eventually, we come to a time when the way we pray doesn't seem to be working anymore. We try to pray harder or find a better method. But no matter how much effort we put into it or how faithful we are, nothing happens. We all experience seasons of dryness but this seems different. We begin to doubt and even get angry with God. Confusion and questions set in. We don't know how to connect with God and the emptiness seems almost too much to bear. Our souls cry out in deep disillusionment and for the first time we know, really know, we do not know how to pray. But this experience of our prayers going cold or us feeling like the heavens are brass and nothing is getting through is a major transition in our prayer life and in our relationship with God. It signals an invitation to a deeper level of intimacy that will take us beyond communication to communion, a place of deep knowing and loving of God. Are you ready for this transition? Instinctively, you know intimacy requires a deep response from you. When you read God's story in the Old and New Testaments, you see a God who is always looking after you, longing for you, who wants you here, now, totally, unconditionally. When you see prayer as a generous and sacrificial response to God's deep love for you, are you willing to respond? Prayer means letting God's creative love touch the deep hidden places of your being. It means listening 
with a tent of undivided hearts and minds to the inner movements of the Spirit of Jesus, even when the Spirit leads you to places you'd rather not go. It means giving your all to God, holding nothing back, trusting Him implicitly, letting go of control. If you're afraid of intimacy or hold yourself back from human relationships, that will be your pattern with God as well. Prayer is much less about technique and much more about the beyond words intimacy that is developing in our relationship with God. A movement beyond words to an intimacy that requires no words. This kind of prayer is about knowing God experientially rather than knowing a lot about God. It can only be attained by entering into a love relationship. The Old Testament refers to this kind of knowing that comes without words as the stillness of waiting. Be still and know that I am God. In silence, my soul waits for you and you alone, O God. This is a prayer of self-emptying that enables you to receive whatever it is God wants to give you. You come to him with no agenda, but with empty hands and empty heart. You come with a sense of spiritual poverty, not even sure you know what you need. You need to be empty to receive. I love the story of the learned professor and the wise old monk. The story is told of a learned professor who went to visit an old monk who was famous for his wisdom. The monk graciously welcomed him into his temple and offered him a seat on a cushion. No sooner had the professor sat down than he launched into a long wordy account of his own accomplishments, his own knowledge, his own theories and opinions. The monk listened quietly for a while and then asked politely, would you like some tea? The professor nodded, smiled, and kept right on talking. The monk handed him a teacup and began pouring tea from a large pot. The tea rose to the brim of the cup, but the monk kept right on pouring, while the professor kept right on talking. Finally, the professor noticed what was going on, leaped to his feet and demanded, what are you doing? Can't you see that the cup is overflowing? To which the monk replied, This cup is like your mind. It can't take in anything new because it's already full. Eventually, when you stop the flow of your own words, you will find yourself resting in prayer. You rest from noise and distraction, from your overworked and overactive mind, from clinging and grasping and having to take control all the time. Your soul returns to its most natural state in God. In the stillness, you will make yet another discovery. The Holy Spirit is the one who really knows how to pray. You will discover when prayer is truest, you pass beyond words into the realm where the Holy Spirit groans for you with utterances that are too deep for words. The silence becomes a time when you listen for the prayer that the Holy Spirit is praying deep within you, 
as he moves between the depth of your human experience and the divine will of God, interceding for you beyond words. Words, when they find their way to the surface from these depths, carry with them a whole new power and meaning because they are forged in the cauldron of your deepest longing for God. I'd like to share one spiritual practice that I find helps me to commune with God. It is called the breath prayer. It is to the spiritual life what oxygen is to the body. It is a way for you to breathe rhythmically and reflectively with the spirit, the very breath of God. You don't think your way into a breath prayer. You discover it by listening to your deepest longings and desires in the presence of God. It is a simple phrase that expresses the truest things you know how to say to God at the time. When I first started entering into silent prayer, all I wanted to say was, here I am, Lord. These words really did capture the truth of my soul's longing to be with God. The breath prayer is the prayer of the beggar who comes empty-handed and it comes with the intimacy of asking for what we need. I breathe in and say, here I am, Lord. And then as I breathe out, I say, I need your, it can be presence, your love, grace, wisdom, forgiveness, peace, whatever I need in that moment. The more I have prayed this prayer consciously, connecting it with my breathing, the more I find myself praying it without realizing it. In moments of stress or fear, at times when sadness overwhelms me or awareness of sin presses in, my breath prayer finds me rather than me having to find a way to pray. I often start my time of silence and solitude with the time-honored vineyard prayer Come Holy Spirit, as I breathe in, and then I breathe out asking, fill me. This is a very different way of using words or allowing God to use words from what most of us are familiar with, but it connects me with God in the most intimate places in my life when I don't know how or what to pray. This is clearly not the only way to pray but it has helped me recognize that all of life is a prayer. There are eloquent written liturgical prayers of the church to the breath prayer that is nothing more than a sigh of love or a gasp of a need or a groan of a longing. From the prayers uttered in corporate worship to prayers offered on a walk in nature, every breath we take can be a prayer, uniting our hearts to God and harnessing the energy of our lives to his great purposes. May we ever be mere beginners in the life of prayer, always crying out, Lord, teach me to pray. <laughs>